Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Right now it's time for KT to take us on a special journey through some audio of a complete moron. So (laughs) Shippy and I have uh, been enamored by this Twitter account that has been going through the archives of Mike Francesa and pulling the most insane clips he can find. Okay. And Shippy and I will sometimes send it to each other and go, wow, that is amazing. Well, this guy's just gone through, and we've collected a bunch. Now, we've played a lot of him in the past. Mike Francesa was the former co-host of Mike and the Mad Dog. It was a legendary New York City sports talk radio show. In the it 80s. A completely different style of radio than we yeah. do here. This okay. is what, like, RJ grew up on. Yeah, RJ grew up with like, stuff. Like, grew yeah. up on. I just want to give people perspective as to how old this guy is. RJ grew up on this. And it was a big deal. It was a, They did a 30 for 30 on their I like Yes. That. Okay. But now Francesa does a show by himself. Now we've caught him farting on the air, falling asleep on the air, just getting stuff wrong, getting pranked. And this guy on this Twitter account posts all these clips. So Shippy uh, went through a bunch of them. Hmm. I favorited a bunch of them, and we kind of know what they're all about. And I thought you guys are going to love it. This might be our new series. I'm very excited. Which is called Fun with Francesa. All right? <laughs> very excited so, about So uh, the first clip is a caller calling into Mike Francesa's radio show. And uh, it's, it's going to start out on an odd note, guys, is this caller is telling Mike Francesa that he killed his dad, <laughs> his own dad. <laughs> the caller is telling Mike Francesa that he killed his own dad. Here's what went down. Robin, Roselle, what's up, Robin? Mike, I'm going to give it to you from a different perspective. I grew up being abused by my father, okay? Mm-hmm. And my mom knew what was going on. My grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, teachers, neighbors, the police, all knew what was going on. Well, wait, how is that okay. possible? Well, because my mom was abused. Now, this is. Well, wait a second. What do you mean? The, you said your teachers and the police knew what was going on. The yes, police, let, the this, police this condoned 19, it. This was from 1963 to 1978. And the police condoned it. The police would not do anything because you were not allowed to press charges unless you were 18. All right. I mean, it's a okay. terror. All right. Okay. This is what happened. <laughs> and uh, so I'm telling you, our neighbors knew. My mom's family knew. My father's family knew. So everyone knew what was happening in our house, but nobody stepped in until I killed him. I killed him in self-defense when I was 14 years old. Well, this is a time. I mean, this is how do I know? I see. I, the problem is I can't take this as being a real story. I don't know if this is a real story or not. So, I mean, that's why I need. I can't verify it. Okay, and um, I, I, without going on, you know, I, I, you know, show me the documentation. Please send it to me. Okay, that's what I would say. Show me the whole thing in documentation. Then I'll take it seriously because I don't know if you're making it up or not. I can't. I can't do that. So I, I, I need to protect the audience from stuff like this if I can't verify it. I don't know if the story's made up or not. I can't tell. Okay. Maybe don't go on and ramble okay. about it. And there's Hold a chainsaw on. going on yeah. in the that, That's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> that in a nutshell, more than anything else, is why caller-driven oh. radio is horrible. There is a weed eater going on the entire time. Oh, that was on purpose. That, that was on, in the background. I, get, I agree. It was on purpose. He's getting pranked. And then the call goes on forever because he doesn't know how to stop the prank because he's scared to know if it's a prank or not. And then he spends another minute and a half wasting everybody's time over explaining why he can't go on with the call 
that he already let go on about three minutes too long. Just horrible. Just amazing. He's got to see documented proof. Like, like you're going to send, send me documented send, proof. Like you're going to revisit I mean, that story. And, right. And he's, you can hear the wheels turning. He's, he's sitting there going, I just don't know if I can take this seriously. I mean, did you may have murdered them. You may not have. I've got to protect my audience. It's like, what? Uh, the next one's amazing, too. Now, he's um, now Sunday Night Baseball. The play-by-play guy is Matt Vaskersian. Matt Vaskersian, formerly the voice of, I believe, the Brewers and the Padres back in the day. I know okay. at least one of them did some stuff on Fox Sports. Uh, Fox Sports. Um, and it was like one of the voices of the MLB baseball video games. Now he's Sunday night baseball play-by-play guy. Matt Vaskersian. Okay, I realize he may not be a household name. Right. But here's how you say his name. It's Matt Vaskersian. Just <laughs> like that. Okay, you're on the radio, Matt Vaskersian. Here's Francesca struggling to get his name right. Uh, the only thing is that, uh, and I think that was Ver, uh, Ver wasn't that Vergate, Ver, what's, uh, is Ver, how do you say his last name? Uh, he was filling in for Buck, uh, Versagian, Vergasian, how do you say the guy's last name? Uh, Vergasian, isn't his last name Vergasian, uh, the, the announcer? I'm pretty sure that's who was on the game yesterday. You guys don't even know who was doing the World Series. Yeah, I'm trying to say it right. Vergasian, is that how you say it? They don't know how to say it. Uh, here's my point. You got to know. I don't really want to beat the guy up. He's young. But it was you, a Brenneman. Was you, it a Brenneman? Oh, was it Brenneman did it or was it Brenneman? Was it Brenneman or was it Vergasian who was on the game yesterday doing the the Ram game? Who did the Ram game with with uh, with Aikman? Which one was it? It was Brenneman. Okay, then it was Brenneman. I couldn't tell. Was, I can't yeah. tell those two apart, so I can't yeah. tell. I didn't know which one it was. All right, it was Brenneman <laughs> or was it? I want to be sure because I'm going to knock him here. Was it Bre- Brenneman? I think so. Look up who it was. Well, look up who did the game. But Versagian, but Verscursion. But who did the game? Can you guys at least tell me who did the game? I mean, you, I don't expect you guys to watch the game. I just think you could tell me who did the game. Here's the problem with the guy who did the game, who I think it was. He, he, they're saying it was Brenneman. If it was Brenneman, fine. I, I want to know which guy it was because I'm going to knock him. you got to know. You cannot tell me that the Rams and the Packers played in Super Bowl one. Okay. That is excruciating. First of all, I want you to know that Thom Brenneman is the guy who's filling in for Joe Buck. That's, uh, Matt Vaskersian doesn't even do football. On Fox. So not, and they, and they don't Aikman. look alike and they don't sound alike. And he couldn't even get his name right. And then he's calling at his producers to look it up. That is so painful, dude. <laughs> is so it, is he, I mean, and I really I don't mean, know because all, I never listened to this. It, was it when he was in his prime? Was it just this? I think so. This it can't be. So he's, can't, he's a human meatball. He's a who human is, meatball. Who are the the group of people out there that want to hear that? New Yorkers. The group of people that are like, yeah, Francesa, pay him all the money. You know, I can't wait to hear my that's sports a lot from of him good stuff because there. I can't even formulate my own opinion. Until I hear him fall asleep on the air. It was the it's the Fred Armisen Long Island accent from earlier. That's who's listening. Hey, the I company just, that pays us has been paying him a lot of money for a long time. I just don't get it. And but that is why anytime you get a consultant or a corporate suit who's a big radio guy from around the country, you better be sure that he comes in and understands the sensibilities of each individual market. Because what works on the East Coast does not work in Texas. No. And I would imagine what works in Texas won't work on the East Coast, or right. what the same with the West Coast. And uh, it's very rare that something is is 
something across the whole country or, or you know, that, that works. Um, and I do think so much of sports talk is localized because people yeah. want to hear about their local teams they're passionate about. But I just, to me, I can't even fathom the person who wants to hear that. I can't either. Can't, I don't understand what the value of it is. For the next clip, I, I want, want you guys to help me out here. Because it, this is a touch before my time. Could you describe to some of our younger Tolos who Captain Kangaroo is, what that was? Yeah, it's basically, I mean, for around here, that was Captain Kangaroo was national. Around here we had Mr. Peppermint, but he's like, uh, just a children's show host that interacts with puppets and characters and all these different things. And it's like a Mr. Rogers-style show? Yeah, but it's more exaggerated, more kind of animated. Like, Mr. Rogers was, well, he did go talk to puppets, but yeah. you get the idea. Captain Kangaroo is more of a larger-than-life character. Well, a listener sent, sent in a story to oh, Mike no. Francesa about the war and Captain Kangaroo and Mr. Rogers... Oh, and he read it on the air like it was no big deal. You want a story off the beaten path? It's about Lee Marvin. Remember Lee Marvin, the yeah, great sure. actor? Absolutely. He was awarded the Navy Cross. For? For being wounded at Iwo Jima. He was in the first wave at Iwo Jima. He's on Johnny Carson one night, and Johnny Carson says to him, you know, you think this audience realizes that you're a war hero? And he goes, I'm not a war hero. He goes, there are a lot of braver guys than me. He goes, I'm going to tell you about one. I got shot. And he said, the rear end, he said, there was a guy standing there on the beach wanting to draw the fire to himself to protect his own men. He said, that guy is a hero. That guy's the bravest man I ever saw. When I came down on a stretcher, he gave me a cigarette, lit a cigarette, put it in me and said, Lee, you're going to be fine. He said, thanks, Bob. He says, I'll see you back in the States. He said, okay. He says, Who was that it? man, maybe you know him, Captain Kangaroo. He said, you might know him as Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> That's Bob Keisha. Now, is that unbelievable? Now, this other man was a Navy SEAL, fought in Vietnam, was so renowned as a hand-to-hand -hand combat guy, basically a lethal killer. They say he had 25 kills on his resume. He had tattoos up and down his arms, so he always wore, he went into show business, he always wore a shirt and he always wore a sweater because he wanted to cover up all the tattoos that he had on his arms from his days as a decorated Navy SEAL and a warrior. He was a warrior. He was a lethal killer. You know who he was? No. Mr. Rogers. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Would you believe that? I read this today. I said, i got to mention this. This is the most remarkable thing. Lee Marvin, buried in Arlington, oh bravest man he ever met, who was Captain Kangaroo, who was decorated. And the guy who was a Navy SEAL, one of the great hand-to-hand -hand fighters in the military, was Mr. Rogers. Oh, we have to do a little addendum now to the Mike story that Mike gave us a half hour ago. What do you have? Doug, it's unbelievable. Never believe what you read, huh? It's unbelievable. None of this is true now? Captain Kangaroo, what's not true, they say, is that Marvin and Captain Kangaroo fought together. According to this urban legend website that someone had, they actually have these same stories on the website, and they say they're not, that none of them are true. Oh, God, it's so <laughs> oh painful. God. It is so, who allows this to happen? And who's the person who says, hey, we got to get Francesa more money. <laughs> we can lose this. Uh, uh, I mean, I can tell you who it is. I mean, you guys probably know all too well. Yeah, it's, uh, they got advertisers that are willing to but, throw money at Mike. Uh, that's just a touch. Maybe next week we'll get into some more fun with Francesa on got the Ben and Skin Show. Oh. I would like it to be a weekly segment. I can do that for you. We got, oh, we got a lot in the tank, trust me. Absolutely. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.